You're listening to the What the Junk Podcast with Megan Rage. Wednesday. Had a very specific time to record during my break today, yet I sat downstairs for the first seven minutes of my 15-minute break with Benny and said, Why are you such a good friend to me? Why are you such a good friend? That's all I did for the last seven minutes while I gave belly rubs. To me. <laughs> so time management. <laughs> Sign up for my TED talk on time time management. Last night I was like, Brett, I can you pop this zit? Pop that pussy. Hey. <laughs> can you pop this zit that's like on my neck? All you ladies <laughs> Okay. Um, get serious. I don't have a lot of time. And so he looked at it. He was like, oh my God. He's like, have you been trying to pop that? I was like, yeah, all day. It hurts like hell. He's like, that's a mole. And he was like, there's like a white spot around. It's like a mole from the sun. But Brett is like, thinks the sky is falling at all times, like self-diagnosis constantly. So I don't really trust him, but it is fucking hurting. And now I'm scared. He's like, you're going to have to go to the doctor. So I need someone that has experience to look at it. I'll have him take a picture of it. I'll put it up at What the Chuck podcast. So the girl that was going to do my lashes, she rescheduled me for Saturday. And I'm so excited, except for my friend Jen. She's on the same journey as me. She's got her lashes out and she just got back from her lash lift and she hates it. She sent me a picture and it doesn't look like anything. She's like, I mean, you could just use a lash curler and get the same effect. And I kind of like have been in this headspace where I think it's going to look bomb. But now I'm starting to bring myself back down to life and um, realize that I'm used to having these big, full, flawless fucking lashes. And now I'm just going to have like a little bit of a whoop curl, like a cute little curl. Like it's not going to be anything uh, crazy. It's not going to be dramatic. It's not going to be drastic. So now I'm feeling like I need to bring down my excitement level because I'm probably going to cry because it's not what I want. Like it's not lashes. It's just like a little swoopy doop. Um, So just coming to terms, coming to grips, coming to the realization that um, this may not be the right journey for me. Although everyone that commented on my picture last night said that they like me better without lash- sans lashes. They said that it really opens up my eye. Do I want my eye to be open? I feel like I have big old eyelids. I don't know. I do feel like the picture that I posted of me with my lashes on was not the best picture. So like catch me looking snatched and you might not have the same opinion. <clears throat> but I don't know what I'm going to do going forward. I haven't done my makeup. I really need to clear my throat, but it's going to be aggressive. Be aggressive. That's what I've been doing all day on the phone. And I'm so sick of muting myself that I just started doing it like right in customers' ears. Excuse me. That wasn't real, by the way. Um. I What was I going to say? Oh, I haven't done a drop of makeup, though. Haven't even swiped any type of mascara on my eyelid. So um, I'm just letting my body heal. I'm letting I'm letting my lashes do their thing until the absolute moment that I have to put lash or put a mascara on, which is going to be this Saturday. So tonight, going to my brother's, watching Married at First Sight. He's going to order some sushi from some place I've never been before. So I'm hella excited because my work sent me an email that today is National Eat Whatever You Want Day. Wow. Didn't know that was a thing. Um, I do that every single day of my goddamn life. So, yeah, um, my Brett came home. Brett, Brett's gone right now. He's out of town. For the day in like Monterey area right now he's out of service but he had to wake up hella early this morning to take Benny for a walk well yesterday he woke up super early to take Benny for a walk I was originally gonna take him but then he couldn't get back to sleep he was like I'll just take him and then today he set his alarm super early again to take him when I really could just get up and take him but then he wakes up and he's like I'll just do it 
I'm not a morning person either. Like, it really takes a lot for me to get out of bed. Sunday, I was like, I'm going to start going on walks with you in the morning. Monday morning, the alarm went off. I was like, never mind. So it really takes a village to get me out of bed in the morning. So I'm not. That's why I'm the evening time walker. But anyways, Brett gets home today and he wakes me up to tell me that he's leaving because he was going to be gone all day. He's going to be gone into the evening. And he was like, by the way, we almost got hit. Me and Benny almost got hit by a car this morning. That's like my biggest fear because Brett has his AirPods in. So do I. But I'm a little more alert than Brett is. Brett's always talking on the phone to his mom when he takes Benny for the walk in the morning. And I'm just always worried that he's not paying attention to his surroundings. I've seen the way he walks. He doesn't look both ways. Like I just it gives me anxiety. And so he said that a car came super fast around the corner this morning and he had to yank Benny out of the way. So now... I'm going to be worried every single day when they go out for a walk. Like, it just concerns me. People drive like maniacs out there, and I'm just a worrywart as it is, as you guys know. So, yeah, the dog next door is yapping 24-7 right next to my office. Can't even open my window. Can't get a cool breeze. Cool breeze, tight squeeze, and now you got the chills. Can't do any of that because it's just yap, yap, yap all day long. I think they watch their daughter's dog. It's the same dog, their brother and sister. I watch them out the window. They are fucking wild. They jump all over each other. They bite each other. Like, I want no part in it, and I want them to get those fucking dogs under control. We've been really trying to, like knock Benny's barking on the head. Benny barks at anything and everything that walks by. And it's super inconvenient because it's like when we're on the phones, when we're trying to watch TV, it's just annoying. So I don't know what exactly the the plan is for that. I also would like him to stop barking at other dogs when we're on a walk because it's embarrassing. Other dog owners are like, yeah, you're doing such a good job when their dogs act right. And Benny's just dragging me all over the sidewalk. Act a fool! Okay, my time's about to be up for my break, and I have to go to the ladies' room, so I'm going to have to cut this. Ta-ta for now. Thursday. The Jack Harlow obsession is taking over rapidly. I don't know if I gave you any backstory on how not about his life I was for the longest. My friend Amanda was like, oh, Jack Harlow's so fine. Sent me videos, and I would always be like, nope, don't see it. She'd show me videos in person. I'd be like, nuh-uh. I think one time Jack brought out Pete Davidson, and she was, like, dying. She was like, oh, my God, both of them are so fine. I was like, you have the fucking weirdest taste ever in life. And now, all of a sudden, I'm like, eh, eh, eh. How come I can't spell? What, what's the word? That, what's glamorous? <laughs> Gee. L-A-M. My entire walk with Benny, I just listened to Jack Harlow on repeat. There are certain songs that I like more than others. And then the new Kehlani on repeat because I'm also V-obsessed with that album. I'm just so, like, I was in my head planning. I have to interview Jack Harlow. I was already planning in my head, like, interview questions because Amanda was also sending me TikTok videos today because I am officially on Jack Harlow TikTok. Um, videos of this girl, this England English radio personality who interviewed him, and they have, like, the best chemistry. And so I was, like, listening to the lyrics and coming up with questions in my head just, like, look like I was in a Broadway musical probably walking down the street. I don't know how. I don't know what changed. Like, I don't, I can't pinpoint the moment that things changed for me. But they have. But they have. Okay. Hi, guys. Um, First of all, just want to start by saying I've been super tired this week. Like, I first I was waking up early and doing my shows and doing a Peloton, right? Then I got vertigo and that like put me on my ass. And then it was like hard for me to get back in my routine. And then I got had really bad allergies. So like got sick. Also put me on my ass. Still not feeling 100 percent. Like just have like a lot of phlegm. (laughs) 
and like sneezy, you know, anytime I go outside, it's 10 times worse. Like I was pretty much fine today. And then I just took Benny for a walk. And now I'm like, G um, um, so I've just been really tired. Right. So before I was setting my alarm at like 645, then it was like 710, then it was 720, and then it was 730. This week I've been waking up legit at 750. And it's a problem because I want to get I don't I don't like it. I feel like it makes me more tired. I feel like maybe I'm getting too much sleep. I'm averaging about nine hours a night. Is that bad? And I still feel tired. Like I don't feel tired once I'm up, but it's so hard for me to get out of bed lately. So anyways, last night went to my brother's house. We watched Married at First Sight. We really should have waited until next week. So spoilers for Married at First Sight. If you haven't watched it yet, it's going to be an entire week. So if you haven't watched it yet, I mean, I really don't know what the fuck you're doing with your life. But I feel like there didn't always used to be a reunion show. So we made plans to watch the finale, which was Decision Day. We ordered um, Kyoto's, which is a sushi place, I guess, on Broadway that my brother recommended. It was bomb, like so good. My brother picked poorly he picked a sushi roll that was made out of cucumber and I think just had like asparagus and like I don't know maybe some spicy tuna in it I picked the bombest rolls ever it was so good so decision day is a lot of recapping like if you broke down the episode to just what you needed to see it'd probably be like 30 minutes but it was two hours so what was so shocking about the episode is this whole season I've been like, no one's going to stay together. Everyone's going to get divorced. And typically there's like maybe one or two that stay married. There were obviously some seasons I didn't watch because I haven't watched all of them. But um, yeah, there's it's never a slam dunk. Now, with this season, there was originally five couples and two didn't make it past the honeymoon. Or not two. Two people, one couple didn't make it past the honeymoon. So sit down last night and you always know that the first couple that sits down to say if they're going to stay married or get divorced you know that they're going to say that they're going to stay married and if they don't then no one's going to stay together so the first couple that sits down is my favorite couple can't think of their names i'm so bad with the names of the people this season uh uh michael and um Jasmina she is they are hilarious I've loved them they have the best chemistry it didn't start it started out very rocky it didn't start out great they've got to a really great place but I didn't think they were going to stay together because they have not been intimate they haven't been physical she's not really comfortable with it um she just said that she didn't feel that feeling for him but they went first I was like "Mm, either they're gonna break up or they're gonna stay together because they're first well they ended up saying they're going to stay together. I was so happy. Next up is Katina and Elijah Wan. Elijah Wan is a v- verbal abuser. He is so mean to her. He basically said he wanted a, um, a he what did he call it? a traditional wife. He wants someone that's going to cook and that's going to clean. That's going to keep the house. She does not cook. She does not clean. All he does was criticize her. Um, he always says that she wasn't good enough and he's like, this is me making you better. Like just verbally abusive, toxic, toxic, toxic. My brother thought that he had been setting himself up to have a smooth getaway. I knew that she was going to stay with him because even though she does come off like a strong woman, she's also like low key under his spell. So they sat down, they did the recap. They went over all the things that he says that are wrong to her. And, um, he says that her food's inedible like he can't he was he's he needs to teach her how to be a woman and how just to be an adult because she doesn't know how to cook like it's wild. I can't I li- literally can't cannot even imagine. So she says yes. And he starts out with, OK, I don't want you to take this the wrong way or I hope you take this the right way. 
And I'm like, oh, me and my brother look at each other. I'm like, for sure he's saying no. And he basically says, like, normally I wouldn't, like, mess with anyone that doesn't know how to cook and that, you know, doesn't doesn't have the key, like, ingredients that I need in a wife. But then he ends up saying they're going to that he wants to give it a that he wants to stay with her and that he's grown to, like, love her. So they're together. Shocking. The next couple, Steve and Noi, they started out really strong. Noi was like, said, I love you after three days or said she thought she was falling in love with him. Um, and then they moved in together, obviously. And then Steve told her that he didn't have a job, but he had a really good job previously. So he had a savings, never said how much. But that was always a big thing for her because she was raised in a family of three and her parents had to work really hard. And she saw them struggle and she never wanted to live that life. So the, at first they started out really in love and then it became a big thing. Like she resented him for being at home, felt that she wasn't responsible for cooking, cleaning, doing the housework because he was the one that didn't have a job, felt like he was incapable of having a job. Then she would lash out and post things on social media that would make him upset so like they were a train wreck basically the past like five episodes they've been doing nothing but arguing it's been nothing but tears Noi even said that she wanted to live separately like after this experience was over like maybe stay married but live separately so I thought for sure I was like okay this is when the tables are gonna turn right so Steve sits down and he brought her flowers. So right off the bat, I'm like, he's saying yes, obviously. And I was like, watch, they're going to let him go first because normally the girl gives her decision first and then the guy. So they let him go first. And I'm like, she's for sure saying no. So he says, obviously, yes, he wants to stay with her. She gives this big old speech. And you think she's about to say no? She fucking says yes. We are three out of four right now. Three out of four couples are staying together. This is like unheard of, especially for a cast. All my friends, all of Twitter, everyone has been saying no one's going to stay together. Like at this point, I want to get on Twitter, but I can't. The very last couple, this guy, Mark, and this girl, Lindsay. Lindsay looks about 45. She is 34 years old, probably 35 now. And when at the beginning of the season, you saw, you know, them separately before they were married. And they both seem like a lot. Everyone calls him Mark the Shock from Boston. Mark the Shock. And he's the type that is head over heels, wants to move in, have babies, like just falls too quickly. And Lindsay is a lot. OK, so she they meet each other. She's like a caretaker, but she's also emasculating, always like cutting him off, grabbing his hand, telling him what he likes and doesn't like. So right off the bat, he was getting basically evicted from his mom's house. That's where he lived, like a property that his mom owned, I think. And I think she has some health issues, like maybe dementia or something like that. Anyway, so right after their honeymoon, Lindsay helps him move out of this place that he was living in and he had bed bugs. They had to wear hazmat suits. She basically holds this and like some other things that we didn't see behind the scenes over his head the entire season saying that his life was in shambles. He's a train wreck. Um, and he did seem very distant from her. He didn't seem about her life, always pulling away, always seeming annoyed because she's a lot. She's a fucking lot to handle. And she laughs like this. <laughs> I can't even do it. <laughs> like they kept doing her laugh over and over again because it was just so aggressive. I'll have to try to find a clip and play it for you um, unless you watch the show and know. So. She is, like I said, just very emasculating, um, says inappropriate jokes, had a lot of issues with all the other couples. She just doesn't know when to shut her mouth. She drinks too much. Like at first it was Mark being embarrassed of the way that she asks acts in front of other people because she just gets hammered and acts a fool and says things that are inappropriate or just like in the moment, not appropriate. 
So they sit down, but then they also had some moments like his cat died and she was like really there for him. And uh, anyways, they're also two peas in a pod. Like they hired a professional photographer to take pictures, professional pictures of them and their five cats. So they sit down and um, Mark goes first, gives his gives his thing first, his big speech. And then he says he wants to stay together. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? So we go to Lindsay and she pulls something out of her pocket. We aren't sure what it is. And um, she gives a little speech. It's not very long. Actually, Mark's speech is very short. He's like, yeah, and for this reason, I want to stay together. I'm like, what? Um, she pulls out this thing out of her pocket. She gives like a little speech and then she clicks a button. It's from a board game and it just says, yes, yes. So four out of four fucking couples are staying together. I cannot make this shit up. It was so wild. I got on Twitter and everyone was like, are we, did we watch the same show? Is this the, what's happening? Like, why are all these people staying together? These were all hella toxic relationships. And then the experts who are all therapists, different types of therapists, like a sex therapist, a pastor, like a, another type of marriage ther- therapist. They're all on Twitter, like defending. We don't know what happened behind closed doors and blah, 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 blah shook right so then the preview play plays for the reunion special next week and that looks like it's about to be juicy i should have obviously i could go to my brothers again next week and watch it but we like we ordered food like we should have saved it for next week because that's gonna be where the meat and potatoes are like so the show wrapped and then they lived together and so like what couples are actually still together after the show because this is wild uh, if anyone watches and knows another season where everyone stayed together please fucking let me know so I come home and then we get in bed and Brett is trying to talk me into watching Minds instead of This Is Us I'm like no I'm already seeing hella spoilers about This Is Us I want to watch it so we get in bed and we start watching it and I it's such a sad episode it really had me thinking about like Alzheimer's I don't I don't think I know anyone personally that struggled with that disease I've never seen it firsthand, just like on TV um, and like have had friends that have had family members. And I was like really in my feels watching it, just thinking about not being able to even imagine not remembering things like I can't imagine just not knowing what's going on. Um, And just forgetting the people that you love. But also, like, Rebecca remembers Miguel and kept, like, calling out for him, not remembering that he had passed away. Like, remembers him, but doesn't remember that he had passed away. When sometimes she's not even remembering her kids or, like, her caretaker who she sees every day. And, like, I've been around memory loss, obviously. Like, my mom with MS, that is one of the side effects. And, like, the same thing kind of happened to her. She would sometimes not remember me or think I was my sister or not know who I was. But she always remembered my dad. And even after, like, they got divorced. And even after they got divorced, like, she wouldn't remember that they were divorced. And she would ask for him. And so, I mean, it's not the same disease, but I guess the same effects. And I just can't. So I guess I have seen that firsthand, but I just I guess I've really never thought about experiencing it. And I was really thinking about that, about that during the episode. And um, I had seen a tweet the night before, before I watched the episode. 
And they were comparing the episode to that book, Love You Forever. I'll love you forever. I'll like you for always. As long as I'm living, my baby will be. It's that chi- children's book. It was my favorite book growing up. I'm pretty sure I made someone read it to me every night, whether it's my mom or my dad or my brother or my sister. And so I had that in my mind the whole time I was watching the episode. And I was just a wreck, like because it was highlighting all of Rebecca's all the things she had done through the years, the way she had taken care of her kids and woke up and made them waffles and just done everything for them, answered the phone and um, yeah. And then now how they're in return doing that for her. And then we fast forward, we see everyone get older and this song starts to play. And this song has been in This Is Us before. It's also been in other movies and TV shows. It's a song that plays when something sad is happening. And I feel like the first time that it played in This Is Us was potentially the episode where we fast forwarded and saw that Rebecca is sick. But I'm not 100% like when we got our first flash forward to that ending scene. The first time we saw Kevin with the beard and we realized that he had a kid or kids. Um, The song is the cinematic orchestra featuring Patrick Watson um, to build a home. And if you watch the episode, you know exactly what song it is. Um, and <laughs> the, the lyrics, I wanted to pull up the lyrics to <laughs> the second that the beat started in the music, I was like, Oh no, not this fucking song. Cause it has like this p this very like beautiful piano solo. I knew immediately. It's one of those songs where I could just hear the song with no context and it would make me cry. So I wanted to pull up the lyrics and see what the lyrics say. So um, the lyrics say, there is a house built out of stone, wooden floors, walls and windowsills, tables and chairs worn by all of the dust. This is a place where I don't feel alone. This is a place where I feel at home because I built a home for you, for me until it disappeared from me, from you. And now it's time to leave and turn to dust. Out in the garden where we planted the seeds. Okay, this all makes sense. They planted the apple tree. Kevin built her a home. I mean, the song wasn't, it was released in 2007. But anyways, um, there was a tree as old as me. Branches were sown by the color of green. Ground has arose and passed its knees. By the cracks of the skin, I climbed to the top. I climbed the tree to see the world. When the gust came around to blow me down, I held on as tightly as you held on to me. Yeah, it's really sad. So if you don't know what the song is, download it because it'll make you cry or it won't because you have no personal attachment to it. But then I read an interview from Mandy Moore that said she almost threw up when she read the script for next week's episode. So like, I'm just not ready. I'm so it's funny because I'm like so sad for what's happening in the show. I'm just I'll cry. I cry so easily, but I'm also emotional because the show's ending. So it's like two types of emotion. Like, obviously, I realize this is not real, but um, it feels very real. <laughs> I'm also crying tears because the show's going to be over. So, um, yeah. So when I woke up this morning, I was a little puffy because I was legit crying in bed after the TV was off. I was trying to hide it. Wake up this morning and get dressed. And I decided to throw on because it's been chilly. I put on my hug like Jesus or love like Jesus, hug like Bob Saget sweatshirt. Right. No one's going to see me. I work from home. Wrong. Immediately I clock on to work and I have a meeting that I have to join like right away. And I was like, uh, pro- I probably won't have to turn my camera on because it was like an all employees. 
No, it was split into groups and they were like, everyone needs to turn their camera on. So I had to turn my camera on. So when I threw a blanket over me, I just looked like a bum because I'm trying to hide this because all you would have been able to see is love like Jesus. And people are going to be like, oh, great. She's the hunk if you love Jesus, girl. So mm. I got these beach plum LaCroix are really good. I drank one warm because I was desperate and thirsty the other day and it was disgust, but it's really good now. So yeah, every time I feel like I'm wearing that Bob Saget sweatshirt, something like that happens. I wish that it didn't say that. I wish it said something else. Why does it have to say something about Jesus? And then today at work, I got a phone call. So the people, the drunk neighbor, the people that actually own that house, I've been in contact with them about the yards when I was cutting the trees down, yada, yada, yada. So he calls me today and he leaves me a voicemail and he says, hey, so the people that are re- the rent, the people that rent from there, they want some trees planted because they want more privacy. They want shade. I'm like, yeah, I bet they fucking want privacy. Um, and so he said, we're going to plant seven eucalyptus trees on their side of the fence. And I'm like, what the fuck? I looked up a eucalyptus tree and it says that they're messy. They shed. And I like inventing to bread. I'm like, we just got rid of those fucking trees. So we wouldn't have to deal with leaves in the pool and on our lawn. And Brett was like, well, I talked to the drunk neighbor and he said they were planning on, um, planting those like bush like those tall bush trees. And I'm like, basically what we just had. And Brett's like, look, if they get planted, they are, it's going to take forever for them to grow. We'll be long gone by the time they're like big. And I'm like, okay, good point. So wouldn't you know it, the guy that ghosted us from doing our yard showed up today because we got the referral from the guy that owns the house with these seven trees. They weren't eucalyptus trees. They were these bush, like tall, I don't know what they're called. Anyways, and he planted them on their side of the fence. And they are super tiny. Like, they're going to take forever. And they better fucking maintain them all the way around because I'm not trying to. They're not. We have a fence up for a reason now. Clearly, those trees are going to be in their yard. So once they get big, I don't know how fast those motherfuckers grow, but he better be pruning them on a regular basis because we just spent how much getting the trees taken down for this fucking reason. So I'm really proud of myself. Guys, you might think this is disgusting because you don't get it. But ladies, we all know we're not supposed to wash our hair all the time. The longer you can go without washing it, the better. The natural oil soaks up in your scalp. And my hair has gotten so long over the last couple of years because I went from doing it every day to like never doing it. So I washed my hair last Wednesday on our anniversary and it is Thursday and I have not washed my hair. Oh my God. I'm just the longest that I've gone, I think. And I'm not going to wash it tomorrow and I'm going to wash it on Saturday before country in the park. Like, This, I couldn't even believe it when I realized today. Let me also just say that I shower twice a day and I have used some dry shampoo, but very minimally just a couple times the very like couple days after I last washed it. And it's just been on a bun on the top of my head. It actually doesn't look that bad. And so number one, I'm going to have a hella good hair day on Saturday because it's going to be the first time that I washed it. And number two, like you can train your hair to go longer without needing to wash it. And I like really feel like that's what I'm doing right now. I'm really pushing the boundaries. It's been over a week. It's been one week since you looked at me. I'm like shook right now. I can't believe it. Um, so I'm really proud of myself. Um, also, I was on TikTok today. I keep like turning around to look at my notes. And there was this girl and she posted all these wedding dress ideas from Amazon. And so I clicked on her page. I've never done this before. And like looked at her Amazon storefront. I didn't even know that was a thing. 
And I've always wondered how people like what the deal is with these influencers that post like their Amazon finds or whatever. And then that's like link in bio. I'm like, for what? So they actually have like shops. I'm sure all of you know this except for me. I've just never paid attention. But I have a wedding in Chicago in July. So I was like, fuck it. I'm about to see what's good. So I went to Amazon and I found some hella cute dresses that she tried on. So like I actually got to see even though we have completely different body types. But I bought three dresses from Amazon and I'm really hoping that one of them is going to be cute. And then if not, you know, I could just send them all back. Super easy. It's Amazon. But I've never really bought clothes on Amazon before. And these dresses look super cute. So I'm hella excited to get them and to try them all on. There was even one dress that I got that was like, only buy it if you like it. Like I just get it for free. And then I have seven days from when I get it to decide if I like it or not. If I like it and keep it, they'll charge me. If I send it back, then they won't. I'm like, what? This is the coolest thing ever. So yeah, I'm super excited. I'll keep you posted. I'll post the pictures of the dresses. Maybe if when I try them on. Actually, I don't know when they're coming. I feel like they're not coming to like the 16th, 18th. So I might not get them until after this episode's out. But if they're cute, I'll take a pic. Swipe up to shop. I also wanted to talk about something else. Um, Ariel Winter, who was on Modern Family. I don't know if I've told you guys this before, but she was on Modern Family. I forget who she played, the younger sister. And she is dating this guy now who I believe was on the Disney Channel maybe for like a little bit. But his dad was a country singer who was in a band, the band that flew me and my friend Teresa out to Nashville a long time ago. And so it's just so funny every time I see this girl from Modern Family that I follow and this guy who flew us to Nashville's son dating her like six degrees of separation. Um, And there's a whole story with that, the Nashville story. Have I told you guys about that? Because I'm not going to get into it right now because I'm worried that I've already told you. Have I told you? Let me know. Send me a message after you listen to this and tell me if I've told you the Nashville story when we got the boot tattoos and the whole kit and caboodle. We lied to our parents, said that we were at each other's houses, really flew to Nashville. They rented us a house. They ended up being super creepy. So we demanded that they give us money so that we didn't have to stay with them because we were uncomfy. Did I tell you about this? Hung out with Rascal Flats, went to dinner with them. They made fun of little kids that had disabilities and that's supposed to be like their niche. Did I tell you guys about this or no? Let me know. Okay, gonna go now. Bye. Friday. These are my confessions. Just when I said I did it, I could never know the words. Hi, so I have a confession. I was gonna talk about this yesterday, but it was a little too fresh. So some of you warned me that I need to stop flushing tampons down the toilet. And um, okay, I get it. I was like, yesterday I went to take Benny for outside and I looked at our downstairs bathroom and something seemed amiss. It looked like the toilet had been overflowing. I never used the downstairs bathroom. So I asked Brett if he had used it. He said, no. I said, have you been in there today? I said, I think there's a situation down there. So he gets home from, he was out at a job and he goes and sticks a hose down like the clean out in the front yard. And he said it was just like, tampons galore so I bought myself a little tampon trash can that's now next to the bathroom next to the toilet in the bathroom it's cute it's hella small I'll show you guys it's hella cute comes with the little bags so I guess this is what I have to do now (laughs) I can't just carelessly flush things that aren't supposed to be flushed down the toilet so I've learned my lesson I guess for now. So annoying, though. Why can't they just make like the pipes wider? Because no one I mean, sorry, guys, but like no one wants to be flinging around a tampon to a trash can. Like that's never been my life. Even when I was little, when I first started my period, it was just me and my dad. And I remember like start. I didn't use. um, Wait a second. I feel like I didn't use tampons for a really long time. Anyways, I must have been at our old house. 
And um, I was flushing them and then the toilet stopped working and he had to take it with a sledgehammer in the backyard and like take it to pieces. That still didn't teach me. I have not. I mean, this is how many years of not learning my lesson. And I just think it's ridiculous that we have to dangle them around and find a trash can to put them in. seems not very sanitary to start. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we're talking about this, but we just have to. There's got to be a better way. It just is. It it doesn't seem sanitary. It just doesn't seem right. Like, I just want to drop it and flush it. Drop it in, flush it down the toilet. That's how it should be. Can we, like, get a law? (laughs) Can someone invent something? How is there not an invention? People go to space and we have to put tampons in a trash can make it make sense why can't we flush baby wipes i'm still flushing baby wipes fuck the plumbing and the sewer system i refuse okay so thank you for coming to my ted talk i just came home from my long away to nail appointment so the three times that i've been to nail laundry i've had the same girl and she is amazing she does like four coats of nail polish she takes it so seriously Well, the two times that I had to go in for my nail crack, I'm pretty sure it's the owner that fixed me. She speaks perfect English. She calls me babe. She is whatever. Anyway, so I go in today. I can tell I'm not going to get the owner and I tell I'm not going to get my regular girl. I get this guy and I could tell they're talking about me because I come in with one broken nail and she's like, your nail didn't last. I was like, no, it lasted like two days after you last did it. And she was like, oh, girl. And so now she's trying to talk me into getting my nail short, which I don't want. I have a very long nail right now. I want to keep them long. And so they're talking about me again after I said I didn't want to cut my nails short. And then because she tried to fix it so janky the other two times, they couldn't get a fake nail on my nail. They had to like cut around the gel or not the gel, but like the dip powder to get to expose my real nail enough to be able to glue a fake nail on. Then they had to put more dip. Then she was trying to smooth it out. I mean, you could definitely tell which nails fake. It's like slanted a little bit to the left. I'm annoyed every time that she touches me. Something gets fucked up and I like her. Like, she's nice, but I just feel like she rushes. So anyways, while I was getting my nails done, before she started doing my nail, because the guy called her over to do my one nail that was broken. But before that, there was this girl that got a pedicure from someone else, and she was waiting for the, the owner the girl that's fixed my nail. And so they close at seven o'clock. It's like 630. This girl sits down. She has a full set of nails. She wants a completely different set with a completely different design. And she's like, oh, I can't do that design with the nails that you have now. And we close at seven o'clock. So like, I'm not, I, you can come back another day. I can cut your nails down. She's like, but I can't do this design right now. <clears throat> and so she's like, okay, yeah, just trim them down. I could tell that the girl's annoyed. <clears throat> and she keeps saying, I'm so really sorry. And the girl's like, it happens. It happens. Ah, And so the owner girl's like, where'd you get your nails done? She says, Kate. I thought she says KT. And then everyone that works there starts talking about KT nails. Like, it's very obvious. And so it's uncomfortable because the girl is like, obviously annoyed. I'm like, trying not to make eye contact with anyone. So then owner girl, owner bitch comes over. She fixed my nail. She makes the guy that was originally doing my nails her assistant. And she keeps like jokingly going, honey, you get for me, honey. Like she keeps doing that whole thing, like the an accent, because it's interesting because she speaks perfect English, doesn't have an accent, but then she obviously speaks whatever language they speak, which I'm very curious. Like, is it Cantonese? Is it Mandarin? I'm not really sure. Um, but then she started doing the accent to him and everyone in the salon, like the customers, everyone was cracking up laughing. 
And so um, she does my nail. It looks fucking janky, but I don't really care. Then he comes back. He does the rest of my nails. He only gives me two uh, two coats, which I mean, I guess is fine. I want to get a design next time. I'm just not like a design type of bitch. I kind of wanted to get like a pink nail with like a red tip. I know it doesn't really go together, but what I had in my head looked cute. <clears throat> Anyways, he does my nails. He puts one little drop of lotion on my crusty ass hands. My hands are hella ashy and just gave me a little rub. And then that was it. I left. And like, I'm ha- I do like the color. I, I'm we're little this nail, the fake one. It's hella like it feels weird. I can't explain it. It's pointier than my other nails. I can't explain it. Something about it feels foreign. I mean, it is. It's fake, but it doesn't feel like the other fake nail that the good girl put on me. The, the my, my 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 OG bitch. So I wish I knew her name, but before I left tonight, I was going to be like, you're great, but what's her name? <clears throat> so I didn't say anything. I paid him and I left. And then when I came home and like looked at the the broken nail under the light, just give me the light. Shanabal. Um, it doesn't look great. Like there are some spots that are a little choppy. It looks very like lumpy. So my nails grow pretty fast. I'm hoping that next time I go, like we can smooth this out a little bit. I'm hoping I can get my original girl and she can work her magic on me because she takes it very seriously. Then I just came home. Brett made some burrito things with the leftover rice that we had. We're desperately trying to think of what we can have for dinners next week because it's going to be too hot for Benny. So after work, I'm going to start going to the gym with Brett. But the when I walk Benny is normally when he makes dinner. So that's going to pose a problem. So we're going to have to meal prep. I'm craving something cold next week. But I was like, what if you made like tuna salad? Like, what if we made salads? I was like, yeah, but I don't want hot chicken on them. Like, I want cold. He's like, what if you made a tuna salad? I could make a ham salad. It's an idea. I don't know. Maybe I can make like some little poke bowls. No, I don't trust my. Well, I couldn't like go to Trader Joe's, buy raw fish and just chop it up and eat it. Right. That's not a thing. I need some good dinner ideas. I, we need some quicker summer dinner ideas that don't take so much work because Brett literally cooks for like an hour and a half every night and we can't be doing that with our new routine. So we got to figure out some new ways to meal prep and like have nice dinners that we can just whip up when we get home from the gym. So that's the game plan for next week. Um, my lash appointment got it canceled again. She texted me today and she was like, so I went to the doctor. He gave me some muscle relaxer, relaxers. He recommended that I don't work for the next week while I recover. She's like, I'm so sorry. I can refer you to someone else. And I was like, no, it's fine. I was like, the damage is done. My concert's tomorrow. So like, I don't, I'm just going to wait for you when you're recovered and you're back at work. Let me know and I'll come back to you. And so tomorrow I haven't even tested the mascara thing yet. I've already taken a shower tonight. So I think tomorrow before I take a shower, I'm going to try to put mascara on, see what my lashes look like. But in the morning, I'm going to go to Target and get some fake lashes so that I am ready to glue those bitches on if I need to. But I'm also worried it's going to be so hot tomorrow. Like, am I going to melt? I just don't know what to do. Like, do I go with a very bare minimum makeup look? Very little mascara a heavy bronzer and like an orangey lipstick. I have a great orange lipstick. I just got to find it. I, hopefully I didn't throw it away. Do I do that look or do I just tr- attempt to go full glam, potentially fuck my face up and ruin my whole day and cry before I even leave the house? I guess we'll find out. I'll have a great update for you tomorrow. I bet you can't wait to find out how the lash saga ends up. Finished the Mayans last night, by the way. Um, season three, at least. I can't believe that people had to wait all this time for the start of season four. We finished season three and it ends on such a cliffhanger. Like, what? How can it end like that? So we're four episodes into season four. We have not started yet. I'm about to finish this right now. Go downstairs and we're going to watch two episodes. Go to bed at nine o'clock, nine to ten o'clock as per usual. And then wake up tomorrow and go. Let's go take on the day. Saturday. Hopefully you can't hear Brett power washing in the background. We slept with a fan on last night. And I'm not kidding. I'm like fucked up today. 
<clears throat> like it's hot. So <clears throat> excuse me. It's hot. It's like we have to have it on. But man, oh, man, it just really pumps the pollen or whatever around the room. And I was like itching my throat last night. My sleep, I could tell because it woke up. I woke up with it super sore and it's just roasting right now. I'm upstairs and I'm so hot. So let me just tell you how my morning went because it did not go as planned. <clears throat> so last night after I was done recording, we had dinner. Oh, no, I think we had dinner first. Anyways, we watched Mayans, went to bed hella early, woke up this morning <clears throat> and immediately was going to get in the shower. Then Brett and I were going to go run some errands, right? I get in the shower and I go to push the shower head back and I look down at my nails and one of them is fucking broken. So originally, a couple times ago when I went to nail laundry to get my first nail fixed, my original nail, like a month and a half ago, she fixed it. Remember, I said with just a tip. She didn't put any dip powder over it, just the tip. So yesterday when they fixed the other broken nail, they put a tip on and then dip powder. And I said, should we put dip powder on this other one, too, to make sure it doesn't break? And they said, no, it was fine. So I just said, "Okay, it must be fine. I mean, it looked like my real nail yesterday. I forgot that it was even fake. So that's the nail that broke because the tip wasn't reinforced with anything. And so I don't even know what I did to break it. Like, I didn't even feel it happen because it was just the tip. So I'm pissed in the shower. I get out and I just try to file it and it looks fucking shitty. So I'm just like, that's it. I'm not going back to nail laundry because they're just going to talk mad shit about me. Like, it's embarrassing at this point. They're going to think it's a user error. I'm sweating balls right now. They're going to think it's a user error. So I'm just like, fuck that. I'm not going there. So I was going to go to this place off Bradshaw. And then I was like, no, I'll go to this place in the Save Mart parking lot right by my house. Because I've been there once before just to get a nail fixed, actually to get my gel off. So I'm like telling Brett, you know, we're not going to run errands together anymore. You go do what you have to do. I'm going to do what I have to do. He's like, no, we should just go together. I'm like, no. He's like, I'll drop you off at the nail place. I'll go here. I'm like, no, I don't want to be stranded at this nail place. So let me just go. So I leave. It's right around the corner from my house. I pull in and I walk in and I already have a game plan. I don't know if I've told you guys about this, but I stretch the truth at times to leverage the situation. One time, <laughs> one time, um, I think Brett lived here. We ordered a round table pizza and it was wrong. And it's like $50 for a round table pizza. So I called them and I said, I have really picky kids at home. They're not going to eat this. Like, what do you suppose I do? And I was like, I forget. I, there was some, how to do, I was like doing something with a microwave in the background. Anyways, I'm a liar. Okay. So I walk into the nail shop and I was like, hi. I was like, I broke a nail. I was like, and I'm in a wedding today and I can't, I knew, you know, they're going to be mad if I don't just go to the place where I got my nails done. So I was like, I got my nail done yesterday in Oakland. It was like, so obviously I can't go back there. I was like, the wedding's today. I was like, I really just need to get this nail fixed. And, it, and they tell me I have to come back at 11. I was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to. I was like, okay, it's okay. I'll just go somewhere else. I start to walk out. They yell after me. I come back in. She says she can fix it for me. So she has me find the color. Luckily, they have the color. I sit down and she starts fixing it. And they're all talk talking amongst each other. But I didn't really get the vibe. They were talking shit about me. And then she said, um, that lady over there, she's like, she has a husband, but she also has a boyfriend. She went out with her boyfriend yesterday and she said her boyfriend really loves her. I was like, oh, juicy. Well, I am sweating because I was rushing. It's hot outside. The windows are this place is like small and the front doors open. And I'm also I was I'm lying out of my ass. She's asking me all these questions. She asked, do you want wax? 
and pointed to my upper lip and my eyebrows. And I was like, no, we're gonna, um, they're doing like, we're getting all these spa services this morning before we get our hair and makeup done for the wedding. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? So I'm sweating because I'm lying and I'm hot and, you know, everything is just intense. And so my hands are sweating. My hands are always, my hands are always sweaty. Like, 100% of the time and I'm super self-conscious about it and then when I think about it like last night when I was getting my nails done when I think about it I just sweat more well the guy last night didn't say anything to me this bitch was like your hands are wet (laughs) and I was like I put hand sanitizer on right before I came here as if hand sanitizer doesn't dry immediately so she fixes my nails she does a fucking hella good job the nail that they fixed last night is lumpy because I told you they put dip on only cut the top of it to put a tip on and then re-dipped it. So it's all like, it's lumpy. I, I, this nail is hella smooth. So I'm about to like cut nail laundry off, even though it's hella nice inside. And I do like that one girl. I'm just like, I, I mean, how many, I've never had this much issues with um, issue with a nail before. Never, ever, ever. My nails have been long my whole life. My dad, I, my brother and sister bit their nails all the time. So when I wasn't a nail biter, my dad used to buy me all these nail polishes all the time. I had the craziest nail polish collection. I grew my nails out super long and I was always painting them. I've always had strong nails. They don't break. And in the instance when they have broken in the past, when I've actually been to a nail salon, they fixed it correctly and I've never had to go back. You know what I mean? So like this, even though I like that place, like the location, I like the people, I'm like, this is a fucking sign, right? Like they're not doing a good job to ensure that I'm not coming back. So I just feel like I'm going to have to go to the place around the corner from my house now. And I didn't say that I was from Oakland. I said I got my nails done in Oakland. I could have been doing anything there. I could have been having a girl's day. Like, they don't need to know backstory. They probably won't even remember me. Or maybe they will. I don't know. So anyways, then I left. I had to go return something to Target. And I wanted to get some lashes and some lash glue. So I go return my item and I'm walking around. They have some cute clothes right now. I didn't try anything on, though. I went to the makeup aisle. And there's no lashes. So I asked someone, I was like, do you have any lashes? She's like, oh, yeah, I'll show you where they are. She takes me to this wall. There's one pair of lashes left. So I take it. And I was like, is this where the glue would be? She's like, yes. I was like, so you don't have any glue? She's like, no. Okay, perfect. So I get back in my car, go back to the parking lot where the nail place is because there's a Rite Aid there. Go inside, find some glue. They don't have no normal glue anymore. I, ha- I got, had to get like an eyeliner glue. It's a duo glue, but it says eyeliner and glue. But what if I don't want to use it? I'm so confused by it. I have no clue what I'm getting myself into here. I also got a lash curler. So when I came home. Brett's outside power washing. I just drank a coffee with some honey to try to get my allergies under control. I just went in the bathroom and tried to curl my lashes and... They are pretty long. It does. It does look good, but I'm definitely going to put fake lashes on today. Like I have to. I have to. I just can't can't I can't be doing with all this. So I bought another pair of lashes to it at the Rite Aid or Walgreens or whatever it was. And now I'm home. I'm home having a coffee, waiting for Brett to be done power washing so I can go lay outside and catch some sun before I get ready for country in the park today. So that's just where my life's at right now. I'm sweating. I've done lots of lying already. And I'm going to wash my hair for the first time today. I told Brett last night when we were having dinner, I was like, I haven't washed my hair in so long um, since our anniversary. And he was disgusted. He was like, ew, really? Yep. I don't know if I already told you that last night. Anyways, I posted a little bit about my nail saga online on Instagram. And I wish I wouldn't have done that because now I have all these messages from people like giving me suggestions. And the thing is, you've got to know all the backstory. Like even today, Brett was like, are you sure it's not just you breaking the nail? I'm like, don't talk to me. You have to know the chain reaction, the chain of events that got us to this point. 
And so that's my life. It's my life. It's now or never. I don't want to live forever. Also, my friend Amanda was supposed to be here this morning. And she, okay, so my friend Amanda, because she lives in Fresno, last night she went to two concerts in Bakersfield, got home at 2 a.m. She was going to wake up, come here, be here by 11. We were going to lay by the pool, go to country in the park. Then she has to wake up at 7 to go back to Fresno because she has a tattoo appointment tomorrow. But she texted me and was like, yep, I definitely just woke up. So I'm not going to be there until like 1.30. I'm like, Perfect, 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 perfect. Um, that's about what time I'm going to start to get ready. So she's going to miss out on all the pool time. And Brett is literally outside right now power washing the concrete so carefully. I feel like he's doing it in like inch by inch. I'm like, can we can we just give it a, a nice little spray? I'm not trying to go out there in an hour. Like he's taking it way more seriously than I thought. He wants to do it today because tomorrow he feels like I'm leaving him. He feels like the whole day is ruined because I'm not going to be here. And so tomorrow he wants to have like a day. So he wants to lay out by the pool tomorrow. Um, So he wants to get all the power washing done today so that he doesn't have to go do that tomorrow. He likes to like play the card. Like he's like, I'm you're leaving me. But me, I've already said Brett and I don't do a lot of things apart. But tonight Brett is going to play his video game. He wants to beat it and then start on Red Dead Redemption. So like his whole plan every night when I get in the shower, Brett puts his video game on and I'm like, Brett no you don't have enough time for this and then he sneaks like a half an hour in and it's so annoying and it's so loud so loud with the screaming and the stabbing and the gunshots so he's gonna have a free-for-all this evening he's gonna get to play all he wants he can start his new game and then he's gonna pick us up tonight from the concert so 10 10 recommend what's about to happen i'm nervous though i'm not really in the mood to drink right now i really wanted a starbucks but i was worried that was gonna fuck me up so i didn't have it i'm just having a regular at-home coffee I'm just like, I don't, I'm not really in the mood to drink today. Like, I'm not in the mood to be doing what I'm doing. I'm in the mood to get ready, but get ready to do what I'm unsure. I'm not in the mood to get ready to go drink. I'm just like feeling a little like bloated. I'm just, fe- I'm sweaty, so I feel puffy. That's why I really want to lay out by the sun because a little suntan, a little sunburn makes everything better. Like, it just makes you feel really sucked in and I don't know. What's the, what's the word? Dewy. It just makes you feel great, you know? I just really want to get some rays. I'm going to go talk to Brett about that right now. Okay? TTFN. Sunday. Monday. I was feeling really good about this week. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to record every day. It's going to be a miracle. And then yesterday I was legit dead like never drinking again dead 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 so let's just start with Saturday okay wake up actually I think I recorded on Saturday so I just basically need to pick it up from where we left off I went outside to lay out by the sun caught some rays listened to Dustin Lynch I burned this whole town down if it was about my mama's house like I was all into it right I was pumped Brett made a little um, omelet wrap thing for me. And then Amanda got here. And the plan was we were going to pick my sister-in-law up because she lives right down the street from me at 3.30. Then we were going to go to Rock and Brews, get some drinks, walk over to Country in the Park, right? So Amanda gets here, start getting ready. Um, I hadn't washed my hair in a super long time. So of course I wash it and it's like fluffy. So it's not really like holding a curl. And then I start to panic because my ro- my wand is not hot and I'm like super hot right it's like the first day it's in, it, it's in the 90s and I'm panicking I'm like oh my god my fucking wand isn't working I come out of the room Amanda's like check all the switches I go over and I look at the electric switch and the plug's just not plugged in all the way so I resume back to getting ready um and it's hot as balls 
I'm start to put my makeup on. I'm having so my hair looks great, right? I start to put my makeup on. I'm having a really like clear skin day. So my makeup's going on really nice. And we come to a point where I'm going to have to put the lashes on. And so it's been a long time since I put eyeliner on. I was nervous about that. And the eyeliner is the glue. So I do the first eye and it's the eyeliner, the eyelash. The eyeliner is fine. The lash is fucked. Like it doesn't even, it's laying flat. on. It's just not in the right spot. Ladies, if you have ever put lashes on, you know what it means to not be in the right spot. It's just not in the fucking right spot. So it doesn't look good. And I'm like, fuck, it's already down. It's dry. What am I going to do? So I'm sweating, right? The AC's on, but I'm fucking sweating because I'm nervous and I'm just like annoyed. I regret even putting the lash on. I go over to, to do my other eye. It's 10 times worse. And now my hands are shaking. I'm sweating even harder. And this is where things start to go downhill. So I get the lashes on. They don't look good. I'm like, I'm venting to Brett and Amanda who are downstairs ready because by the way, it's past 3.30. And I'm just like, I could have been ready 30 minutes ago when I had lashes. All I had to do was put face makeup on and that's it. I have to do anything with my eyes. I don't have to worry about anything. I'm like, I'm mad that I even tried to glue the lashes on. And so I'm like super mad. There is literal sweat beads pouring down from my face. And so... I go to get my makeup sponge to try to like pat them away and I got some of the eyeliner slash lash glue on the sponge that then that then transferred onto my face. So I'm patting black dots all over my face and I'm like literally about to spiral, right? So this whole time I've had this outfit in my head, I was going to wear black shorts. I bought this um, lacy like bandeau to go underneath this shirt that I got that has the back out. I pictured it. It's what I've it's what I was going to wear in my head the whole time. I put it on. Well, first of all, I didn't try the bra on. I could have sworn I did. Unless I got another bra after this bra and just didn't. I don't I don't know. I put the bra on. It doesn't fit. It's too small. So then I just try on a basic black bra and I go downstairs. I'm like, can I wear this? And Amanda's like, yeah, it looks fine. The whole back is out. And Brett's like, no, that doesn't look good. He's like, put on a dress instead. So at this point, it's about to be four o'clock. So I just go in my closet throw on a dress don't even think twice about it like just threw on a dress put on a pair of shoes and I'm like level 10 annoyed I'm like I am fucking pissed that my lash appointment got canceled I should have never taken my lashes out this wouldn't be happening I'm dripping sweat I'm like I'm on the verge of a panic attack like legit like I know it sounds so stupid but I'm on the verge of a panic attack so we go outside we get in Brett's car we get in the car and we go pick Lolly up and I'm like not saying anything. And then like we get on the freeway and I'm finally like, I'm just I need to cool off. I'm like having I'm having a bad day. Everything's gone to shit. I'm like, so I'll do, I just need a minute. And Amanda knew. But Lolly is obviously coming into this and wondering why I'm not like super chatty. So we get to Rock and Brews and we're hella late. Like Country in the Park opened at noon. So there was really no one there. We just got a seat right at the bar and immediately order drinks because I needed a drink. Right. I get a blood orange vodka something and then I go to the bathroom to wash my hands and I take a look in the mirror I fucking hate what I'm wearing my hair has like gone frizzy because I was sweating so like I went to brush it brushed all the curl out (laughs) I just look I'm so mad and you know when you don't feel cute especially when you really wanted to just like everything feels like it falls apart (laughs) so 
I come back out. My drink's there. They're like, do you want to split some food? I'm like, sure. Amanda's like, I really need to eat something. I'm going to get a Cobb salad. Lolly was like, let's get some chips and guac. And I was like, yeah, I'm down. So um, they order the chips and guac. And then our girl goes to break. So like they're drinking beers and I'm drinking a drink and theirs were bigger. So my drink's done. I'm just trying to get someone's attention so that Amanda can order her salad so I can order another drink. And no one's serving us like a good 20 minutes go by. Finally, our girl comes back from break and comes over and asks what we want. And so then Amanda gets her Cobb salad. We get more chips for the chips and guac, which was actually pretty good. It came with a queso that was a little gritty. But anyways, and then I order two drinks. I was like, can I have the strawberry basil margarita and a vodka soda with lemon? And so she's like, yeah, no problem. Amanda puts in her salad, blah, blah, blah. So she comes back with my drinks. I am like, I need what I want at this point. And there's a lime in my drink. So I just take the lime out, put it over with the guac. She comes back over and I was like, can I actually get a lemon? And she was like, another lemon? I was like, yeah, I'm not even going to argue with her, right? Yeah. She goes and gets a lime and brings me a fucking lime. Like I look at Lolly and Amanda and I'm like, okay, all right, perfect. So I drink my drinks. Amanda gets her Cobb salad. We're sitting there like we made a couple friends at the bar and then I told them also about my lie um, at the nail salon. And they're cracking up. Lolly knew about the roundtable lie. Amanda didn't, so I tell her about it. And um, everyone has been like getting drinks and taking them to go and then walking over to Country in the Park, which obviously isn't allowed, not supposed to leave the premises with an open container. Um, so I, I want to do the same because I want to walk over there. So the girl comes over and I was like, hi, can I order a drink like to go? I'm thinking about doing mini golf outside. And she's like, yeah, you wanted to go drink? I'm like, yeah. So I order another. I was like, actually, can you make it a double? Oh, fuck. I forgot it was a double. No wonder. So (laughs) she gives it to me. We leave. And as soon as we get outside, they're like, why did you lie about that? Everyone was asking for to-go drinks. You didn't need to come up with a backstory. I'm like, I don't know. It's a problem. So we're walking over. It really doesn't feel that hot, especially because I was sweating bullets earlier and I've calmed down since then. So maybe that's why. We walk into the venue. They check our bags. They check our tickets. No one says anything to us about the pit ticket at all. Um, We didn't really think to like ask if we needed anything special. And we're walking in and I'm like, First thing I say is I don't want to see anyone that I know. And I know hella people that are about to be here. Let me tell you, I was seeing people left and right. My friend Shiloh, who I haven't seen in so long, I would like love to see her. I've walked by her twice and I did not say anything because I was in such a bad mood. I did not feel good in my... I don't want to see someone that I haven't seen in 10 years feeling like a fucking, I don't, ogre. Like I just did not want to see anyone, right? So as soon as we walk in, we get word that someone that we know is working at the main bar. So we go find their line. Not going to say who, not going to give away any genders. Don't want to get anyone in trouble. We get in their line. They hook it up. I get two vodka sodas. We all get our drinks. And then we want to go scope out the area where like the for the frost row pit pass area is or whatever. So we're all walking with our drinks. And before we go down there, Lolly's like, I need to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, okay. So we turn a corner to go over by the porta potties and I, I come straight dead into three guys that are standing there. One of which I obviously see immediately because I know who he is. I used to date him. 
like way back in the day. And then we dated like a couple times throughout my life. It just never worked out. And so I was just going to walk right by him because, again, I don't fucking want to see anyone. Right. And he's like, are you really just going to walk right by me? And I was like, I was planning on it. (laughs) So he says hi. And I was like, "Um, Kate, bye. (laughs) Like, Go around the corner and Lolly goes to the bathroom. And luckily, when we come back out, he's not standing in that area anymore. I just want to crawl into a hole and die. I'm like, please don't run into anyone else. Right after that, I walk by like five more people that I know. And I'm just like keeping my head down. I do not want to see anyone. And we go down to the front row pit pass and we talk to the guy and the guy says, you're supposed to have a wristband, right? Well, Lolly and I got the front row passes because she bought them for us for my birthday. But Amanda just got tickets from a rep that was there. So she didn't have the pit passes. So we walk up back to the front. And we had this whole game plan about how we were going to scam, <laughs> damn the man, save the empire. We we're going to scam them all. We were going to um, show them our tickets and Amanda was going to walk up and show them the other one. And hopefully they just weren't going to look too closely at it, right? So when we go up to the area to get the wristbands i run into someone that i used to work with and somebody that i used to know i run into somebody that i used to know and they like just start talking to me and they don't even check nothing they just put the wristbands on us and we are on our fucking way so at this point we go back in and we want to walk the entire premises which they were pretty impressive like there was a lot to see there was so many vendors just like a ton to see but our whole thing was lolly and i wanted to go see a psychic like when we heard there was going to be a psychic there we were like fuck yes that has to be the first order of business so we have our drinks we're walking around we finally find the psychic it's super far away and amanda's like yeah i'm not paying for this so i'm gonna go find my record rep and then i'll meet up with you guys in a little bit we're like okay cool so the line's kind of long and we get talking to this girl it's in front of us it's a little spotty for me i feel like she said she was maybe going through a divorce she wasn't in line for the psychic her friend was who's also going through a divorce she definitely started to unload on us her problems i know she said she's from Folsom. i was kind of drunk at this point i'm now realizing so we're looking at the two psychics it's two women and i like the looks of one of them she seems really aggressive when she's talking which in my head means like oh she really gets into it so we it's finally our turn and the girl that I want becomes available first so Lolly lets me go and I sit down and and my whole strategy was I don't want to tell her anything about my life because I don't want to give her any hints in case she's not like a real psychic because I do believe in that stuff I went and saw a psychic a long time ago that told me some freaking crazy stuff that it was this older woman that no one would know no one would know. And she recorded it. And I wish I could find the CD because she told me I was going to marry someone from like that's I swear to God, it started with an E that which would make sense like England. I, 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 I swear that's what it was, but I can't remember. Anyways. So I do believe in psychics, but I also believe that there are some scammy scam scammers out there. So we sit down and I'm like trying to hold my hand with my wedding ring. And immediately she goes, is there a special love interest in your life? Well, she asked first if you want a tarot card reading, a palm reading or um, a psychic reading. And so I said psychic. So she looks at my hand. She says, I have really good lines. I don't know what the fuck that means. Um, and then she says, is there a love interest in your life? And then I immediately, because I'm kind of drunk, go, I'm married. And then she, the rest of it is bullshit. She tells me that um, Brett's parents don't like me, which is how I knew. And then I just tuned out. Like I was just like, OK, this is a bunch of baloney because that's a lie. Um, and she said something about like, something's going to happen in August. I was just like, whatever. So I give her my card. I'm so not into it. And I give her my card and then she gives me the receipt and I was like, oh, I don't, there's no spot to tip you. She was like, you would have had to tell me before. And I was like, oh, okay. And then she's like, but here, take my card. So I take her card and she's located on El Camino and 
I feel like I pass it. It's near the 7-Eleven all the time. It's like a sketchy ass house. Like, ew, no wonder. And then Lolly said hers wasn't good either. Like the girl literally had nothing to say to her. So only charged her 10 bucks. So I was like, that was we wasted so much time standing in line. So then we go over to the Tito's tent because I was like, fuck, yes, I could get a craft cocktail. Nope. It was just a tent like there was no drinks available there. So we go over to the nearest vendor that has alcohol And we go up and I was like, what do you do you have any seltzers? They were like, no. And I was like, "Okay, vodka soda. They were like, we're out of vodka. And I was like, do you have wine? And they were like, yes, we have rosé. And I was like, I'll take two. So she goes over and grabs this bottle of wine and it's red. It's like dark red. And she pours a full cup. And I was like, wait a second. Is that the rosé? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, I'll just take one then. So she brings me the one cup. And this is honestly where things start to go awry. Um, the rest of the night is very spotty. So we go into the pit now. Amanda meets us with the the record, the girl from the label or the record rep or whatever. I don't really know. Um, but I've been following her on Instagram forever. So I've been dying to meet her. So I was super excited to meet her. And I met her in all my glory. The, everyone saw the true Megan Rage on Saturday night. Put it that way. So um, by the way, I wore flip flops and it is just straight up dirt out there. My feet are disgusting. Disgusting, disgusting. So we go into the pit. Chris Jansen's on. I know actually zero percent of who he is. Don't know what he looks like. Don't know any music. No, nothing. But I'm up there taking videos and stuff. I see all these people through the fence that I used to work with. I see Angie. I don't know what I said to her. I see Cody. I'm telling Cody. God knows what. And then there must have been a gap in time in between acts. God knows what I did in between there. I was pictured with some red cups. So I think someone must have been bringing me beers from backstage. Um, And I remember nothing about Dustin Lynch. Nothing. I vaguely remember singing tequila on a boat, but I feel like I was watching the stage, but like the lights were on and no one was home. So I was watching, but like not processing anything. According to Amanda and Lolly, I was just like running up super close to the stage and then I was coming back and I was dancing. I took a ton of videos of myself that I will never show anyone while they're in the shared folder with Amanda and Lolly. But I just look so drunk. I look sloppy. I like can't even it makes me want to cry just like thinking about not only just being like that. I don't like being like that, but also just like who fucking was watching me be like that? Did I run into anyone else that I knew? I have no idea. So at one point I have to go to the bathroom and I knew that I needed help, but I just decided to do it by myself. Okay. It's a straight, straight shot. I have like vivid memories of me like stumbling across the grass from like one side of the area to the other trying to get to the bathroom. Thank God I didn't lose anything. And then on the way back, I can't figure out how to get back. It's just a straight shot. Like what? What? I called Brett, told him I was lost. And then I texted Lolly and Amanda in our group with a bunch of random stuff, said that I was lost. And then they said, where are you? I took a picture of the back of a tent. And then they said, where actually are you? And then I took a picture super up close to my face. And I was like, here. And they were like, where? I made it back. They said, all of a sudden, I just came running into the pit. And I was singing and dancing. And apparently, I had a good time. They said I was trying to lift up my dress, which is all bad. First of all, no one wants to see that. I guarantee no one right now. And um, I the, there's video of them walking out with me singing the three best friends that everyone could have. They're literally holding me up. Brett came to pick us up. So we leave and um, I don't remember anything. I don't remember the car ride home. All of a sudden I wake up the next day and Brett's like, 
yeah, that was bad. And I was like, I don't remember anything. He said, first of all, you were wasted. He said, you, I had to wipe your feet in the garage. He had to wipe my feet like, like he wipes Benny's feet. He said, it took so many baby wipes. Your feet were disgusting. Then you came and passed out in the couch. Benny was like sitting on top of your head. He was like, then all of a sudden I'm getting woken up at 4 a.m. because you're snoring. So at some point I go upstairs, rip the necklace off of my fucking neck. Again, I rip another necklace. I wash my face, I think, but I don't take my eyelashes off. I don't know. There's just shit everywhere in the bathroom. I'm naked. I am, I don't know. I get up and I feel super hungover. I finish the process. I continue to wash my face now that it's like the morning time. And I get back in bed and I'm so hungover. I'm realizing that I don't remember the last part of the night. I was so excited to see Dustin Lynch and I remember zero, zilch, nada. Got no good videos. Luckily, Amanda did. But like, I'm just so mad at myself because it's like when you get so excited to do something and you build it up in your head and you look forward to it for weeks and weeks and then you just go too hard and then it ends up being ruined. Like, Hello. I never get like that anymore, too. Like, I am not Megan Rage anymore. So that is just like, I I just felt so disgusting the next day for so many reasons that I couldn't remember, that I didn't know who I saw, that I didn't know what I said. Now, Amanda and Lolly were both like, you were having so much fun. Like, you were having the time of your life, which I believe, but I just don't, the flashbacks that I'm getting, the videos, oh my God, there's this one video and it is so bad. I'm like trying to find Dustin Lynch. The camera is on me and I zoom to the stage behind me and I'm trying to find him. I'm like, where is it? Where is it? Like, I'm just so blacked out. So now we're supposed to be going to Diplo this weekend and I'm not excited about it. I do not feel like drinking. I was so hungover yesterday. I did nothing. I didn't lay by the pool. I did nothing. I napped on and off by the couch the or on the couch the entire day. I just like... I just was cringing every time someone posted that they were there. I'm like, oh, my God, did they see me? Did they walk by me? Did I talk to them? Oh, it's just so bad. I just cannot believe that all of that happened. The chain of events. And not to say that I didn't have fun because apparently I did. I just am looking back on it now and like super cringy. And I back. I think my problem is that back in the day when I was going out a lot, I would look at all that as content. Like it was cute to be a hot mess. And I'd be like, oh, my God, guess what I did last night. And while I still enjoy the stories that have come from it because of the podcast, I don't feel the same about it anymore. I don't look back and think that it's cute. I definitely do not have the same sentiment. I feel like um, just I don't know. I feel like not disappointed, but just like, ew, like you are 35 years old. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Learn how to learn how to drink and have a night out. Like I didn't eat anything that day, just the omelet omelet wrap that Brett made me and some chips and guac. Like I should have eaten more. I should have not been mixing my alcohol. I shouldn't have kept drinking, which is something that I preach to Brett all the time. I'm like, know your limits. But I never get like that. Like I haven't gotten like that, well, in a while. It's not to that extent at least. So um, yeah, that's how Country in the Park went. And all the videos and pictures are like not usable. Amanda posted one of the videos and I was like, I am not reposting that because I look absolutely blacked out. I probably will not post anything on What the Chuck podcast of me looking too terrible. I did think about making like a funny TikTok, like, you know, those ones that are like, you got kicked out of the bar last night. And then it's like, here's why. And it's all these videos. But I'm just disgusted. Like some of the videos that I saw myself, I am just sloppy. Like my mouth is open. Like I'm look so glazed over. It is just not cute. So, hi, I'll just be recovering from that embarrassment the entire week. Thank you. If you need me, I'll be here. Tuesday. Let me just tell you that I have totally found my groove with 
um, like just posting on the radio stations and just like doing all the things. I like now when I show prep any article that I find interesting, I just schedule it across the board. If you go to the Fuego 101.9, the Fuego 98.9, the Real Country 103.5 Facebook page, there is a blog post almost every single day. Interesting articles about God knows what. Like today, um, Christine was in the news because someone showed up to her book signing from PETA and was protesting her wearing fur and she had to hide under a table living for that type of news. So I posted that across the board. I just pick out anything that I find interesting. Obviously, it has to fit the format. Like on Real Country, I'm not going to post about like Jack Harlow. Um, But I'm also like not just posting like country country bumpkin stuff on Real Country 103.5. I'm just posting interesting articles and I feel like I've really found my groove and I am able to post an Instagram story, copy most of the slides onto the other pages. I just I've found my groove. And this is what I've been waiting for is to find like, you know, just that rhythm and that routine. So I finally have it. Um, Last night, Brett made the fucking bomb salad. So yesterday, uh, midday, I went up to him and I was like, what's the plan for dinner? And he was like, I was going to make um, chicken with salt and vinegar, smashed potatoes and asparagus. I was like, OK, well, I really don't want that. I'm craving something cold. I want like a Greek salad. So I had a wax last night. I went to go get my wax. Brett made a Greek salad. He didn't have lettuce with it, but I did. So it was lettuce for me. Red onion, which fucked me up. It was so worth it. Olives, feta, chicken, cucumber, tomato. Um, and he made a lemon balsamic like dressing. It was and gar with garlic. It was the best thing I've ever had in my life over a bed of lettuce. I put some tzatziki on top. Oh my God. I still tasted the garlic when I woke up this morning. It was so freaking good. We're gonna do it again this week. I've just been really, I just want something cold. I've been really craving like Greek food, especially. Oh, it was so good. I can't say enough good things about it. I took a picture of it last night. There was way too much on my plate. So I'll put it up at What the Chuck podcast, but don't judge. The portion size was huge. I huge. I was just so excited about it. Um, and then we finished watching Mayans last night. We're officially all cut up, caught up. I thought we were cut up the caught up the other day, but we were not. And last night's episode episode five left off on the wildest cliffhanger. So I can't wait for tonight's episode, although we probably won't watch it till tomorrow. Same with This Is Us. This Is Us, the second to last episode on tonight. Probably won't watch it till tomorrow because I have a massage tonight. I'm so excited. A 90 minute, she canceled me and then she rescheduled me for tonight. And I just, I can't wait. I feel like I really need it. I've been like, really dwelling on the weekend. I'm not kidding. I just am embarrassed. Like today, Amanda texted our group and was like, there's still pictures missing from the shared folder. Like my sister-in-law didn't upload all the pictures. I'm like, I don't even want to see them. I don't want to look at my face. I don't want to remember. I don't want to see anything. Sorry. Bye. And Amanda was like, these pictures of us are so cute. I'm like, nope, don't you dare post those anywhere. I will cut you. I will cut you. Um, And then tonight or last night as well, when we got in bed, Last night as well, am I on a job interview? We also started the new HBO Max show, The Time Traveler's Wife. I love The Time Traveler's Wife movie. Not going to lie, the episode started out pretty cheesy, and it actually was pretty cheesy throughout, but I like it. It has some of the same like plot points, it seems like, as the movie. So the girl that's married to Jon Snow, what's his name? Why am I drunk? Kit Harrington is the main girl in it. I was trying to place her, and finally I had to Google it. She looked. They made her look really young. She just looks different to me. Um, But she's the main girl. And then the guy from I'm sure he's from other things that I didn't watch, but he's from like the Allegiant movies or Insurgents. He's in it as the main guy. So it was pretty good. Definitely going to watch it. Brett enjoyed it. 
So yeah, that's that's life right now. Call today to get the sod, the soil, the rocks. Everything's getting delivered on Saturday. Got an earful from the sod people. They're like, you're not getting it put in until Sunday. And I was like, yeah, our gardener said it would be fine. And she's like, well, they probably would. She was like, you need to ma- put tents over it. You need to make sure it's moist. Like giving. I'm like, oh my God, lady, I didn't know it was that serious. Cost a little bit more than we were expecting because original price, we didn't include the quote for soil. We had to add soil. So Brett's a little on edge today because uh, I've spent a lot. But I'm so excited. The yard's going to be done this Sunday. So I'm like so freaking pumped about that. You have no idea. Um, Aside from that, this week after tonight, I don't have any more appointments. So I'm going to start going to the gym with Brett in the evening instead of going on my walks with Benny because we're not going to be able to because it's going to be too hot. So I have a gym membership. Been had it for a long ass time. I've probably been like five times maybe with Brett. So I'm going to start to go with him in the evenings. Don't know if I'm going to regret that or not. We shall see. Um, And that's my life right now. I'm on like a small break at work. I got a little reward break and that's about to end. So I'm just trying to be as productive with my time as possible because my massage is going to take me into like 830 by the time I get home. And that's we're normally in bed at 830. So my whole night is just kind of off balance because of that. But obviously I had to take her up on this reschedule rescheduling of my appointment because um, she's about to leave out of the country and I'm not going to be able to get on her books probably until like end of June, July. So I had to snap her hands off. I just like my week routine. It was supposed to be really off last week with all my appointments that got canceled. Now this week, I feel like um, last night I had appointments. Tonight I had appointments. I also just feel bad because Brett and I work all day and that's like the, the evening is the only time that we have to like spend time together. So but I also have to do things for me. So and my appointment are going to be coming to a screeching halt. I just feel like every month they all happen at once. And I'm like, hi, sorry, I have a nail appointment, a wax. I'm getting my, you know, this and this and this done. And then it abruptly stops. And so I'm just on a high right now. Yes, hi. Also, my waxer, Magenta, she told me that I've, I haven't looked like this much like me in a really long time because she saw me without my lashes. She's like, you look like you right now and I love it. So I was really panicking after the weekend thinking I was going to get my lashes back in, but I think I'm just going to give it time. I'm already noticing huge growth growth with that lash serum. Like I'm shook. I just use it once a day. And so this weekend, I'm excited just to give my my natural lash a little swipey swipe with mascara and see what happens. So I'm sure you're sick of hearing about the lash journey. So I'm going to end it right here. Follow me on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast. Um, please rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, give me five stars. If it's anything less, don't fucking bother. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at What the Chuck podcast.